Hi, with Julian on the Brown Note and superannuation and the Australian news media. Boy, don't they go into bat for the rich quick. And any video I record today is going to be quite quick because it's 37 degrees centigrade or 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And to record these, I have to close all the doors and turn the aircon off and I'm already dying. So Anthony Albanese has done something which I didn't give him credit for and I criticised him an awful lot before coming in and after taking over from Bill Shorten, the previous Labour leader, because the three crucial economic areas that need addressing in this country to eventually, probably a decade from now, make life fair again is removing a lot of the tax concessions that the Liberals, particularly John Howard, have given the wealthy for things like superannuation, a beautiful way of hoarding wealth, in a manner that if you bought a house in the 1980s and it certainly is worth three or four million, they can end up keeping an awful lot of their money and also um, using it to buy other properties, so forcing everyone out of the market. The other one's negative gearing, C above, and franking credits. So the fact that he's gone after superannuation at all is something that I'm actually really proud about him for because anything he does on any of those three issues the rich loving media in this country will crucify him so even though it is far too mild what he's done it's also very clever because there's nothing that they can get him on here they keep making out that this is um a big lie now i vote labor to specifically challenge superannuation tax breaks franking credits and negative gearing i don't care what they tell the media about that this is why I vote Labour. The media immediately attaches itself to anything that Labour do from, from the enormously impactful carbon tax lie, whilst ignoring the last 10 or 11 years of relentless lying from the Liberal Party. They don't care about any of the lies from the Liberal Party. The exact same journalists will suddenly sit up and say, this is an election lie. Um, he's done it very clever, which is he's saying this won't come in until after the next election. So basically, if you've got $3 million of retirement savings after 2025, then you lose some of your tax breaks. They always make out like they're being slugged rather than some of their delicious welfare checks being taken away. This affects something like 88,000 Australians, something like somewhere between half a percent and one percent. So I don't know if Anthony Albany is a lot more savvy a political operator, but the optics are that this is um, only hurting the one percent of Australians. Now, he is saying that because it's not coming in until after the next election, it's not an election lie. They need to front up and say, the media in this country will not let any meaningful change go through. Bill Shorten fronted to the electorate against one of the worst opposition, uh, worst prime ministers that the country has ever seen in Scott Morrison. He was front and centre, we are going to reform the tax concessions the wealthy get. We are going to reform franking credits. We are going to reform negative gearing. The press, even though they knew that we were going to end up with Scott Morrison, went for him. They made out that the retirees were being slugged and... You know, the, the similar to what the press did in the UK with Brexit to get rid of Jeremy Corbyn. They don't want any meaningful change. And we need it because we've seen house prices in Australia go from three and a half times the average salary 
to over 14 times the average salary in Sydney and a cost of living crisis that is crucifying everyone. So you only need to look at the response to this very mild, we will only target less than 1% of Australians who have more than $3 million in super and the extra tax concessions they've been given and wall-to-wall media coverage straight away like ferrets they pop straight up who do they work for they certainly do work for the top one percent from the sydney morning herald to the daily telegraph to channel seven nine and ten you can rely on someone like koshi from the today show coming out and making out that this is middle australia the top one percent of people in Australia who already have $3 million in their bank account in three years time lose a concession. Not a new tax, they lose a break they've already been given. And they've been putting articles out, it may affect six times more Australians by 2025. They never make any cases the other way around economically. There's never enough largesse for the rich. But they sure as hell go into bat every time that anyone tries to take their delicious money off of them. The public as well, the ones that have been trained specifically by our radio stations like 2GB or the Murdoch Press, they go into bat for billionaires and millionaires without being asked all of the time. It's really disturbing. None of them have got this amount of money in their savings, yet they actually go into bat for people that do. It's like all the old age pensioners that went into bat for franking credits that didn't get them. And yet they were there voting to save our franking credits. They didn't even have any. None of your mates are giving you money and now you're broke, by the way. Dutton as well, I mean, He's on a hiding to nothing, and this is where I think Anthony Albanese has been very, very clever, which is um, Dutton cannot do anything but automatically oppose. So he's already looking really bad for doing so. He's in a bit of a conundrum here, because even though the politicians and press in this country are spooked by things like this, the public can't. We've just had multiple elections in a row where every populist right candidate was defeated no matter how pro-liberal the press in this country naturally is. The public don't want this. Two-thirds of the public don't want this. So he's, Dutton's going to say, oh, I was walking along the street and I was bumping into people on the way to an interview telling me don't touch our savings. What are the odds in him bumping into half a percent of the Australian population walking along the street? That's a flat-out lie. The press in this country is so dangerous because they stop the meaningful change we need. The lifestyle in Australia since the 1990s has gone backward ever since Howard introduced toxic neoliberalism in the economic forum and dumped a lot of long-term negative impacts on the economy. Franking credits was $500 million a year when he changed the formula for it to be the most unfair version we have now. It's something like $12 billion a year now. Look at negative gearing. Look at the tax breaks on super. All of this makes life more expensive. And it also pushes up property prices because it's hoarding wealth amongst these people. But our press, they will go into bat for these people day in, day out without being asked. 
And I think Anthony's done very well here. I would, I would have liked him to have crushed the lot. I don't care about the talk of lies. It's absolute rubbish. It, he needs to remember it's up to the public. And if he puts stuff like this to the public on franking credits and negative gearing, maybe he needs to make the case over a time, including stage three tax cuts. He will win. He just needs... We've got politicians that are so scared in this country of being rolled due to negative press. But if he stands his ground and he calls out the press in a similar way to how uh, bullish Dan Andrews operates in Melbourne, the public will be on his side. It's, it's up to the public, but it's also up to politicians to stop being so scared of the press in this country. Um, so Anthony Albanese, I'm very impressed by this, but once again, the Australian news media, as I posted about two or three years ago on this channel, are the worst in the developed world. They work for the 1%.